Welcome back out of the mud nation or as y'all family. Whichever one, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. We back here with episode seven. Who would have thought we'd have made it this far? And I know, I'm sorry, people, I'm not on this episode. I know you're gonna miss my voice, but I'll be back soon with better quality, man. But today, we introducing a new member to the family. We hope y'all enjoy her perspective. Yes, her perspective. And we just stay tuned in, stay locked in. We're getting better with every take. Back with another episode of the Out of the Mud podcast. Just another week, and sorry we missed out last week. We know we had some stuff going on, and uh, you know we were doing a little bit of replanning, a little bit of uh, restructuring, and stuff like that. But you know, with that being said, a lot of good came out of that restructuring. We actually did expand. Uh, we're on the Out of the Mud family, and uh, we got about four new members to the team um one of which is actually on the show with us tonight um our our new co-host jasmine jazz how's it going tonight it's all good it's all good just got home finally sitting down i'm at the hospital all day i know that's right yeah man it's been a long day for everybody we just been excited to get you on the show because you know we personally been feeling like we needed a female voice because there were some topics that we you know, have touched on and didn't have a female perspective and it would have been more appropriate to do so. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. So that- I'm glad to be here, for real. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be included. <laughs> we happy that you said yes. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, <laughs> um, as usual, uh, we got my co-host, Mike. What's going on, Keys? What up, what up? Y'all know me, man. Sos to God. Sos next door. Uh... Shit, what other alias I go by? <laughs> those De Niro. I got a few of those <laughs> monikers. Uh, uh, my, my favorite, my favorite was Cushington. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't live that lifestyle anymore. So you can <laughs> Cushington is Cushington is out the door. By Cushington the way. Was call, many years ago. <laughs> yes, please don't call me that in public. That's that's old. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, like. Like I said, it's just another episode. Glad that, you know, we got everybody still listening. Everybody who decided to tune in today, appreciate y'all. We just going to go ahead and jump into it. Like I said, it's great having a female voice on here now. Not only that, she's also into a lot of the same things that we're into. But let me stop talking about her, and I'm going to let her go ahead and talk about herself. Jasmine, can you give a little bit of background to everybody, just a little bit about yourself and some of the things that you're into? Um, I mean, I like a lot of politics, quite a lot of politics. Actually, you won't, you won't get me to stop talking about politics half the time. It's a very bad habit of mine. <laughs> um, and I watch a lot of anime, so I, I know we're, we're going to be talking about some anime later. Hey. And I got quite a few of those. A lot of them aren't mainstream. Uh, so a lot of the anime that I watch tends to be a little bit of a, more of the horror type stuff. That's uh, dope. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can talk a lot about that. Um, <clears throat> Don't you blog? <laughs> I didn't hear you. Don't you blog? No, I, I've thought about it a few times. Um, but I haven't started one yet. I was thinking about it, though. See, I thought you did, too. I swear at some point we had a conversation where you said you either had a blog or were starting one, but we definitely need that to go. We need to start a blog for the, <laughs> for the show. 
That's all I, I, would, I would definitely be into that. I would definitely be into that. I like I like talking. I definitely like being able to put what I'm thinking into words uh, and putting it down on paper. So yeah, that would definitely be my thing. So are you more like are you more of a writer or are you more like you know into like what we're doing now as far as like podcasting and you know getting it out there uh, digitally? Um, I can do either way for real. I mean, I like talking in person. It makes it kind of like I, I don't really know how to explain that. Um, I like writing it down because I can kind of like uh, organize my thoughts a little bit better rather than like just speaking offhand. Um, but I like I like the socialization of it. I like hearing other people's points of view. I don't like always talking to myself and just hearing what I think. Um, so, I mean, I, it, both ways are good. And this way I get some feedback. You know what I mean? I feel that. Yeah. We did a lot of talking before, like, you know, before we actually brought y'all on. Um you know the new group just about you know what everybody brought to it and that was one thing that that really like was my argument about you was more like I just like your opinions on politics and I know me and you have talked about other collaborations before I remember we tried to start that group like what was like five (laughs) six years ago yeah yeah (laughs) that didn't ever really take off so you know I mean like just I mean a lot of the different things that we didn't either talk about or things that I've seen you post and things, I just, I figured you'd be an asset to the team. So, uh, yeah, most I, I, definitely. I go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just going to say, I, I definitely, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of something. I'm glad to get my voice out there. Cause like, I mean, all I do, I mean, I talk on Facebook all the time, but you know, the only people seeing me on Facebook are the people that know me for okay. Right. <laughs> um, Cause I don't add everybody on Facebook, and it's nice to get. It's nice to be able to get you be able to be heard. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so that being said, y'all, um, I just want to go ahead and get y'all's uh, opinions on, of course, the election. I mean, that's part of the reason why we didn't end up doing an episode last week. Was you know, I think the whole world was wrapped up in that. But not only that, we had our own stuff going on. But you know, yeah. we ain't had time to talk about it. So, Jasmine, your first episode, let's let you go first. How do you feel um, about the election? You know, I guess you don't necessarily have to tell us who <laughs> you voted for. I mean, we'll probably get that out of how you talk about it. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, tell us how you feel. All right. Well, uh, it, well, Biden won. <laughs> right. Um, as, as far as that goes, I mean. I'll just I'll just go for it. I, I voted for Biden, but he is not my favorite person. I, I mean, it, co- I mean, compared to Trump, obviously, I prefer him over Trump. But I I don't have the most profound faith in our new leader. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's you know right. I mean. <laughs> like he does have a history that we we're gonna have to watch him closely to make sure he doesn't just go right back to. Uh, there's a lot of issues that he's not fully on on board with. He is in somebody's back pocket. I'm fairly certain everybody knows that, even if they did vote for him. Um, Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, definitely, 100. percent And we're we're definitely going to have to keep a real close eye on him to make sure things the way that they're supposed to be doing. People don't turn around and close their eyes the minute Trump walks out the door. Be a big issue. You know what I mean? That's going to be a big issue right there because the minute the minute Trump made the issues, he put a spotlight on them. Like he he 
brought so much attention to himself. He brought more attention to what he was doing because he was just, he was constantly making a fool of himself. So he brought so much attention to the things that he was doing wrong. He made people realize that there was things going wrong. (laughs) It seemed like the more that, you know, he spoke to his core group, you know, we all know how we feel individually about, Mm -hmm. you know, his core group. But uh, I mean, it seemed like more issues was being brought forward. All of a sudden, you know, not only were we out in the streets uh, yeah. for, you know, police brutality, but we were literally just, I mean, once COVID hit, people were sitting at home on Twitter like, bro, we hate you. Like, get out of that White House. I mean, but. Right. <laughs> I definitely you right, was. I mean, I but how you feel, Keys? I mean, you know, how how do you feel about the election overall? Um, I can honestly say I am kind of glad Trump is out of office and I'm glad that his people will, is going with him. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a, something that's important. I don't know his whole cabinet. I don't know everybody, but I know he got some pretty vile people behind him. So I think that's good. Um, I like what Jazz said. We, we know about Biden's past and I'm, I, and that's really why I don't really mess with dude, to be honest with you, because not saying not saying I am pro criminal or anything like that, but I do know and have relatives and people that were affected by some of the laws that he made, things that he was okay with, that affected them. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily need to dive into it, but yeah. So you know what I'm saying? That stuff affected me personally. So it's like things like that. You kind of. You kind of you kind of side eye it, you know what I'm saying? Same with Kamala. Every I yeah. see I see a lot of I see a lot of you know what I'm saying black women, um, championing her, and I understand the sentiment. You know what I'm saying, but I let's not get yeah. it confused. She don't even say she black. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, she did in her book though. She did in her book. She she made sure to. Uh you know, state that she came from immigrant parents and that, you know, her mother was Middle Eastern and she said that, you know, the way that her mother raised her and her uh, her sibling, I don't know if it's a brother or sister or whatever, was that um, she was she raising she was raising black children. It's a sister? Okay, so she was raising two black girls. So that's that's how she had put it. So I mean, like, does she, like, go out of her way to say she's black? No, but she does vocally claim it, though. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's worse to me that, that other people are saying she's not black. It's like, that's not your decision, like, what she is or what she ain't. That's That has nothing to do with you. I feel like... Okay, okay, I, I'm... We're, a couple of us are mixed. Um, and I have a very, very, very interracial family. And I have a few cousins uh, who, if you met them, you would never know they were Black. Like, they have entirely European features. They have straight hair. You'd never, ever know. And I, I have a few of those. So when people argue over whether or not somebody is a certain race I mean they can be that race but I understand why they're arguing simply simply for the fact that there is such thing as a passing they're like people passing um and there is colorism 
Um, so like people like me, for example, we will get looked at usually in a better light than somebody who's much darker, um, just off rip. And that's just, that's just colorism. And that's kind of part of the racism of it all. So when they had mixed, like mixed children who looked like they were passing, they generally got away with not being seen as black and therefore they didn't get treated as bad. So I understand why people would argue over that because it kind of means that she wouldn't see the same amount of racism. But at the same time, Preach. she don't look white. <laughs> she don't. So, I mean, to some degree, I can see it. And to another degree, I really just can't see it. Like, I mean, she's still going to get some kind of racism. It might not be the same kind of racism as somebody who <laughs> looks like Precious. Um, oh but <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling the truth, though. If it's not going to be the same kind of racism, but she is going to see some. And I mean, it, as long as she can kind of see where we're getting at, she can, she can at some point at least figure it out. Like we can work the, with her at some point. Like she doesn't have see, to fully I, understand. I feel like you kind of do got to fully understand because you can't, you can't be just going to restaurants and then fake. I mean, she'd be like going to okay. restaurants and then like posting pictures with her eating hot sauce and like soul food. Like that's pandering. That's yeah, that's you know, yeah, that's the yeah, stuff that, I don't like. The stuff I don't but like. But that's like... that's not that's not different though. That's what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel like I yeah, feel like if you, really, you know what I'm saying? Like ain't ain't she I thought she was like half Jamaican or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. Half Jamaican yeah. and half Muslim so, um, or something like that. You don't need to fake the funk. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to do that stuff. And then yeah. she has the whole locking niggas up thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people, that's what I talk about all the time. Like, yo, people, yeah. I get the whole Barack love. I don't agree with it, but I understand. But, yo, he killed thousands of Africans via drone strikes. Come on, man. And she locked hella niggas up. You know what I'm saying? I Like I said, I'm not pro-criminal by any means. However, I do know that this system is kind of a little, you know what I'm saying? It's designed to, to hold niggas back for real. You know what I'm saying? And it's just I yeah. just can't ignore those those situations that they put them that they kind of created for people. So was it the ninety four crime bill that really like uh, affected y'all's decisions? Like I mean, because that's what it sounds like. It's like you guys both are more because that's what it is for me. The ninety four crime bill is right. really the main reason why I don't really trust Joe Biden fully. But is that the same thing for y'all? He said a few. Yeah. He's he yeah, said, but he said and done a few things besides that. Like I ain't gonna hold you. Them, them clips of him mess, like them clips of him like sniffing little kids and shit. That I'm. That's wild. Okay. And then like he equivalented he 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 basically said that being poor is being black in one of his interviews because it was like he was or one of his speeches he was talking and he equated like being poor to being black and it's like wait a minute it's more poor white people than yes than it is black he people. said something about but... something along the lines of uh white kids mm-hmm. are just as smart no poor kids are just as smart as white kids you know what i'm saying so it's just like we you know what i'm saying yeah. we know what these people really think of us like i went to lcc like if you wasn't desi kirkman what's up because if you wasn't like desi kirkman or one of them 
they kind of, you know what I'm saying? They kind of, some of them, yeah. some of them kind of treated you a little differently. I was kind of cool because I fake had clout because of Desi for real. I ain't going to lie. I had clout because of Desi. And I was a cool nigga and I had connections on certain things. But I seen how sometimes they treated other black kids who didn't have the clout. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you know, you kind of get a you get a sense of how, you know what I'm saying? These kids are upper class, by the way. These kids are coming to school and schooled in Mustangs and shit. Me and Desi walking from his house. <laughs> he lives, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. it's, you, you kind of know how they feel about you off rip. But back then, you you know what I'm saying? You kind of, you know what I'm saying? It, it was kind of, it was, and that was a different time too, because you could say certain things, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you could, we could be a little flagrant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but now it's it's crazy yeah. how censored everything is now. For real, it's crazy. I'm still getting used to it myself. Sorry, that kind of went off a little topic, but yeah, nah, I feel it. So, like, <laughs> I mean, as far as like you know the election and everything like that, like one big thing that's coming out of it is like the COVID vaccine. So I saw today that TMZ reported that ninety that there's a COVID vaccine that um has tested 90% um, effective, meaning that it is now moving towards FDA trials. So that being said, like they told us at the beginning of COVID, once we started seeing that everything was going on, that it was going to take at least a year to a year and a half for a vaccine. Now, Trump did say that he was fast tracking a vaccine with the, with, with the election and Trump leaving office and how fast this vaccine came out. Y'all talk about that. Like, what? How do y'all feel about this vaccine coming out before Christmas? Oh, this vaccine causes yes. me a lot of stress. Because <laughs> at one point, I, I trust science. I'm a big science lover. I'm a big science buff. But at the same time, the speed of this vaccine is very abnormal. It's That's not ridiculously <laughs> fast, but it was also called and, um, Operation Light Speed. Yeah. What? So, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of have it up in the air. Personally, I might wait till the second round of vaccine. <laughs> Just for me, because, I mean, I can't, I can't. The idea of us not hitting herd immunity means that we could potentially have another uh, major flu epidemic. So that's possibly 2 million lives. Um, So we need 80% herd immunity to achieve that. And the only way to do that is the vaccine. However, with the vaccine being rushed like it is, I don't know if I'm going to trust the first round of vaccine. I'm right there with you. I I don't know if I trust the first time around. You have to make it make sense. And with this whole like you know, they could take away your food stamps type of thing like that, like just, and it's all rumor mill and none of it is fact. Everything that I say as far as like, you know, what I hear about the vaccine is definitely all based in rumor right now. Um, So to any listeners, don't take me, Mm -hmm. don't take me for factual because I'm right there with you trying to figure it out, but I'm hearing things like they could take away your food stamps. Now that means a lot to me because, you know, my kids are on food stamps. So that being said, like if I don't feel that I need to take this vaccine right now because I don't trust it and I need to make sure that my kids are safe, that should not mean that you're going to affect the way that, you know, my finances or anything like that. Like, Keys, how you feel about that? 
you always are kind of iffy, like she said, when like new vaccines and all that are getting involved, especially when the speed is kind of a little abnormal. Well, the speed of how fast they created it. Um, yeah. My girlfriend, she's she's trying to become a nurse. So it's like, first off, I respect all nurses, doctors, you know what I'm saying? Because them books they be having to read and take tests on, yo, you got to be smart to do that. You really have to be a yeah. smart person. Like, I can't do it. That's true. I mean, they really do. They put a lot of effort into um culturing the vaccine and the be I mean culturing the, the the actual virus in the beginning and then working on it from there. But Operation Light Speed was made by Trump and his officials in order to get that vaccine out. But it was also during the time of Dr. Fauci. And then all of a sudden Trump started discrediting Dr. Fauci to his face. Like I mean would like while the while the man was standing on the same stage would say that he that he didn't trust the scientists. So so it was created under the lead scientist, under the president, and now neither one of them is seated there anymore. Like, what does that mean for us, Jasmine? Like, yeah, that's that's also sketchy. Is that that's real sketchy? The whole thing is so sketchy. <laughs> this whole situation is a sketch, but. <laughs> I, I'm not I, I don't trust the first round I don't I, I just don't um as far as the second round is every, if everything goes okay the first round I would I would get the second round I would trust the second round but as far as the first round goes I'm gonna have to wait and see what happens I just I can't I can't <laughs> that's just and I trust science I absolutely adore science I adore medicine I know a lot about medicine just from personal experience um but the way it's being rushed all the politics involved in it the just just there shouldn't be this much in medicine does it it concern you that that. we're the only country this close to releasing it yeah yeah does does that does that concern you um i didn't even go hold you i didn't even think about it like that till just now i was like holy shit yeah, that's crazy. I know it usually takes up to 10 years for them to develop a vaccine. For anything. Yeah, for anything. Eight got months a year. tops. <laughs> that's, that's not realistic. And I've, I've watched several, several scientists have said that his timeline is unrealistic, that they're not actually... Like on their best bet, they're not going to be able to get it out until the middle of next year, um, and that's like their best bet. And that would be around the time that there would be a second round. And that's if this what, first and one that's comes what out December. Like, the more that I look into it, the more that I like read into it. <laughs> it seems like Germany, China, you know, and other English countries are like, and some African countries are close, but their idea of close is like none of them are expecting to release anything until, you know, summer or fall of next year. Like, the United States has already looked at, yeah. the United States wants to be a superpower, but we're we are no longer a superpower. We are look, we are laughed at in the, in the world. So that being said, like, now you yeah. guys want to fast track a vaccine that if this goes wrong, other countries are going to use this as a stepping stone. Oh, they're weakened. They have 
you know, uh, they they use that vaccine and now half their military is sick. You know, what I'm saying is it just it can lead to so many mm-hmm. bad things. And I don't want to speculate, but I just mean that a vaccine rushed in eight months. I don't see I don't see too many positives. I know the first round is going to be tested on the soldiers because all of the vaccines are tested on the soldiers and my husband's going to be one of them. So we shall see. How does he feel about that? Yeah. He's not looking forward to it if it's in December. If he manages to get out, because he gets out in December. So if he manages to get out before they issue this vaccine, we might be safe. We might be safe. I was going to say, yeah, hold it (laughs) tight because... I don't know. The way that my cousin talks, shout out to Che. Uh, his paperwork, his paperwork's always right, but it always seems like he got to fill out something else. Like, they always holding on to him. So, I mean, I really hope your husband don't have to, but ugh, fresh out, they yeah. might be like, hey, bro, you know, before you go, <laughs> got one last mission for you, cuz. <laughs> Just sit in this chair. <laughs> They might do it. They might do it. Well, I mean, you know, um, we could keep talking about this vaccine thing until we blew in the face, man. But the bottom line is it's it, it's it's going to come out when it comes out. It's either going to work or it's not. But, I mean, at this point in time with the election just now over, it doesn't seem like, you know, it doesn't seem like the right time for this stuff to be so front and center. Like, you know, now Biden even uh, named his joint task force uh, towards coronavirus. Um, And it's like five members, six members, and they are supposed to be the leading scientists in the United States. He did say he was going to do that. He said that in his speech, but yeah, what are six scientists going to do that all the leading scientists at the CDC have been done for eight months? Right. That's a big, the big gray area. Well, all right. So, Keys, I, I want to ask you something else, man. How you feel about uh, King Von, man? Because that, that kind of hit home. That was... I only just started really listening to him. I felt the same way about Pop. Like, when Pop passed, I just started listening. So, how you feel about Von, yeah. man? Rest in peace to him, by the way. Yeah, rest in peace to that gangster, man. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. This suck, man. I ain't gonna lie. I mess with dude. I mess with him. Just because, uh, like I said before, my family from East Chicago, Indiana, so go right around the corner, you know what I'm saying the whole drill way it it kind of not necess- not necessarily resonated with me, but since they so close to the crib, you know what I'm saying you I rock with it, shout out to Freddie Gibbs, he from around the way, you know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah, man, the King Von situation was sad, man, but it was kind of like you knew something like that was inevitable just because the lifestyle and the way he lived King Von was King Von was a gangster for real, like don't get. Even just because this is sad, you can't you can't forget that. You know what I'm saying? He was a gangster, and people knew. Everybody knew. You don't niggas want niggas want testing bond. I mean, not 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 saying niggas thought he was untouchable because he's obviously dead. But it was like 
people knew that Vaughn wasn't nothing to play with. You know what I'm saying? People knew that, yeah, he definitely had bodies under his belt. You know what I'm saying? Right. He beat, I, th- I think he beat like two, three murder, two, three murder charges. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you sad because it did happen to, because he, and he was changing his life. You could kind of see it. But so you said that it did happen to such a stand up individual because he did seem like he was a stand up individual, seemed like he was a real dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was doing a lot of interviews and he was really on the circuit, like getting his face out there more. Yeah, and it was like it's just it always sucks when you see it happening to guys who you see making that turnaround, you know what I'm saying? Right, but uh, I say that to say this. The streets ain't cool, man. Being gangster ain't cool. Like, that type of gangster ain't cool. But what is gangster? You know what I'm saying? Take care Getting of good grades. Taking care of your people. You know what I'm saying? Finding out ways to invest your money. Shit like that. That's gangster. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that kids that have to live that life, because it is kids that have to live that lifestyle. Let's not get it fucked up. Kids, Certain kids have to live that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's and and those dudes are a lot of a lot of times like the real stand up individuals, which is sad to say, you know what I'm saying? Jaden's dad, Baldy, you know what I'm saying? He had to live that type of lifestyle. Right. He didn't want to. He had to live that type of lifestyle. One of the most stand up men I've met in my life, you know what I'm saying? So those situations do make those men be stand up characters, which is sad to say that those situations had to make them that way. Cause it's like, dang, you really got to grow up like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I couldn't imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we ain't we ain't have everything. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like I couldn't imagine like, like having to sell dope or you know what I'm saying? Being in that like situation that. where like that's all you got. Like yeah, like when my mom talk about how she grew up, bro, I couldn't fucking imagine. I couldn't fucking imagine having to live like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, and that's, and that's kind of how East Chicago is for real. It's the trenches. You know what I mean? For real. It is. Gotta, there's so many family members out there hurting. Like, did you see, did you see Dirk face when he found out on live, man? Like that looked like it hurt, bro. And I can, I can understand why you feel me. Yeah. That was his young bull, man. That was, and it sucks when it's, it really sucks when you see the person when it happens to somebody that got potential, like you see them, you see that they can become something special. Same like you said with Pop Smoke. I got hit to Pop Smoke. I knew about Pop Smoke before he died, but I can't cap. I was like, eh, I ain't really. I'm gonna listen to Pop Smoke eventually. But uh, and I once I got hit to him after he died, I'm like, damn, I really should have been getting hit to him before, because the nigga was hard for real. You know what I'm saying? But Vaughn, I was already kind of hip to. So it was like, dang, he was really on his way, and then this happened. But we kind of knew something like this would happen just because nothing good really come out of that lifestyle. And sometimes you really got to be grateful that you you make it out because everybody don't make it out for real. See, man, but one of the things that really messed me up was, like, his people, like... Like, I seen the video where, like, right after he died, right after he died, when the cops were still on the way and the ambulance was on the way, like, his boys, the people he said was his friends, was stealing his Louis bag out of the car and stuff like that. Like, uh, man, like, Jazz, how you feel about that? Like, this man just died. Like, 
and these supposed to be his friends. Like he's supposed to be his inner circle, and like they are on camera going in his car see, while his body is cold. See, I'm I'm gonna cut you off right there because I'm I'm yeah, not I, really I, sure I, if that was necessarily like his inner inner circle. I'm I'm I think those might have been dudes that was probably around. But I'm not because I feel like Dirk is a part of his inner circle, but I don't think Dirk could do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm not quite sure if it was his inner circle. It might have been just niggas that's around. You know what I'm saying? I can't really say that because I don't know. I just feel like not saying it ain't possible that his inner circle did it. It's just I'm not too sure on that. I feel that. But they might have been, you know what I'm saying? Either way, it was some shiesty shit, some grimy shit. Speak on that, Jasmine. I mean, yeah, that ain't right. You shouldn't be going through like, I mean, if it's his friend, if I mean, they ain't his friends. If it, <laughs> if they were his friends, they wasn't his friends. Um, but I mean, if it ain't his inner circle, it, it might just be some motherfuckers that have just been around. I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot about music for real. <laughs> so I don't know a whole lot about the situation. Um, but I know I'd be pretty mad if that was me. I mean, I'd be, I wouldn't be there to be mad, but I'd be looking down or looking up or wherever the hell I am. I'd be mad. Chicago is rough. (laughs) That's about it. That's really the the biggest. I mean, it's not just Chicago shit. Like it's definitely more industry type beef and, you know, keys more or less. We was having this conversation earlier. You know more like about the background because you were actually looking at, it up so I mean I'm sure your understanding I mean, is a little bit better than everybody else. Like like when you go downtown to Chicago, none of that stuff is even a thought. Like the thing is that's only in that little area. People 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 gotta understand like the thing that makes this shit so tragic about the Chicago drill shit honestly is that these are fucking kids. Like even though Vaughn is twenty six, you gotta understand like Chief Keefe and them a lot of these little niggas was dying. They was fucking teenagers. Yeah. Like, I don't think people understand that. Like, yo, and the thing is that these motherfuckers live, like, around the corner from each other. Like, like these people, yeah, these, these, these rappers got people saying, fuck 63rd. Like, who from 63rd, da, 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 niggas keep saying, fuck 63rd. Like, yo, but King Von always talk about 64th. Nigga, that's a block over. <laughs> So, but it's they even like, and they got people saying Tuka. I'm smoking Tuka. Tuka was a 15 year old kid, by the way. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like that. That people don't understand. Like, no, that shit is. It might sound cool and funny they say on the internet, but you gotta remember that shit is real, bro. Like, like BDs and GDs, like for real. That's 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 some real shit. Like one time for the sound bite. Did uh the young boy have something to do with it? I this is this is what I'm gonna say about young. One boy. time for the soundbite. It ain't for nobody else. <laughs> the thing with young boy in that what people gonna have to realize is that it's something in the water in Louisiana. I don't know what it is. Not saying it ain't nothing, nothing in the water in Chicago, but man, I've been listening to rap for a long time for real. And dudes from Louisiana would just always seem like a screw was just loose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there they is something in the water there. And 
Louisiana niggas is really just just dangerous. Like <laughs> just dangerous niggas. So like I don't know I'm not saying that he has something to do with that, but I am saying that when you beef with NBA Youngboy, you need to be prepared because you honestly might die. Yeah. Like you honestly might die. So you need to think about the situation you put yourself in. Cause cause I was talking to the homie today, and the homie said that he'd be capping in his raps, and he might be capping in his raps. But the thing is that every time he get into it with somebody, somebody dies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, don't, it might not necessarily be the person who he's beefing with, but it might be they man, or you know what I'm saying? Like, So that's what you got to think about. You ever thought about the fact that like, uh, like King Von was 26, but Pac was 25? Like, like, like it's it's an age barrier in rap. It feel like, and it feel like once you get past that barrier, you reach OG status. Like I feel like, I feel like, like like Dirk, Drake, uh, who else? Um, Currency. The, 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 I don't know where the fuck you're going with this. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm so confused. What, what the hell are you talking about? What? <laughs> Well, if you let me get there, I mean, you just said some bullshit, but I'm I'm letting you cook. What I'm saying is this: I feel like, regardless of what type of rapper you are, and that's why I I went all over the place with the different names that I said. Regardless of what type of rapper that you are, there is an age barrier that once you reach that level. It seems like you kind of skyrocket a little bit. Your your career goes up, but if you don't, most of them don't even make it past that. Tupac was twenty five, Vaughn was twenty six, Juice World was twenty two, X was twenty one, Biggie was twenty seven. Know what I'm saying? I, what I'm saying is like, nah, Biggie wasn't twenty seven. I think Biggie was like he was twenty five or under. Was he? He was young as fuck. Yeah, he was young as fuck. I mean, I guess I'm not like trying to make no super valid point. I guess what I'm saying is, don't ain't that crazy? Like, have you ever just thought about that? That like they, yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing about, um, the thing about Pac and Biggie's death is that when you listen to the raps that they were spitting, you got to understand that these are damn near kids talking like that. Yes, like, that's really where like, I was going. Is the kids Pac? Pac's messaging was very next level. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He, but he been he went through some shit, nigga, shooting at cops. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he went through a lot. You know what I'm saying? And so did Biggie. And um, by the way, I'm about to say something. This is, you know what I'm saying? Biggie got a line in the rap where he say that, "Don't you know my nigga gutted you kids? Fuck them in their ass, throw them over the bridge." That sounds very flagrant, and it is. The point of that verse is not for, you know what I'm saying, the kids part. That's not the point of the, the verse. The, the point of the verse is that niggas will violate you. <laughs> niggas is yeah. violating you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing about um the past. Like, I get into a lot of debates about rap and basketball, about um, you know what I'm saying, past, present, all that type of stuff. The thing about it is that people had to endure certain stuff from the past that kids now just can't relate to. Like the stuff I hear about eighties, seventies, eighties, New York, or even nineties, New York is wild. Like it's, 
you had to be a certain type of tough to make it out of there, to live through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you listen to Pee Wee Kirkland talk on the interview about New York. Like, like, it's, you hear stories about dudes violating dudes where motherfucker, like, if you watch Paid in Full and Cameron made that dude strip out in public because yeah. he felt like he was being disrespectful, niggas, that's violating. Like, niggas would make you eat shit back then. Like, in the 70s, 80s, niggas would make you eat shit to make, just to violate you. You know what I'm saying? They lived, they lived rough back then. I remember talking to what? an older cat that was like, he like 64, 65 now. And he was telling me about when he was younger and like, you know, just the way they used to live. And like, they lived a real reckless life. Like, just to Nigga, survive. my mom is 60 and she's from East Chicago, yes. nigga. What? Them stories my mom told me, nigga, what is rough? I couldn't imagine like somebody from like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Chicago or somewhere that's rough. Like my great grandma, my great uh my great grandma, God bless the dead, you know what I'm saying? She died when she was like eighty. But she was damn near not necessarily like a slave, but damn near. You know what I'm saying? She had to work for white people, you know what I'm saying? And it sucks that I couldn't really talk to her to you know what I'm saying, learn more. But it's like, yeah, motherfuckers be having it rough. So you gotta take that into account when you're talking about some of this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, because even though a lot of those other acts did die young like Pac and Big, the way that the way that Pac and Big was kicking that shit, man, it's just, it's almost, it's, it's, it's tough to put them niggas in comparison with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Pac, Pac was like larger than life. Lyrically and even yeah, in that larger than life status, you can't put them in that same category. Um, but the fact that they was kids, man, that's really I guess where I was going with that. And that's just the crazy thing. It's like you said, like these is kids talking at a crazy grown level and like it takes for you to be twenty eight, twenty nine to be like, dang man, like Bro, it was 25, bro, it was 26. Like, that's crazy. Like, you ain't even get a chance to, you ain't get, you ain't even get a chance to realize what you were saying was wrong. Like, you ain't even get a chance to rectify yourself. You, I mean, what was they saying that was wrong, though? And yeah, you're right. I mean, maybe I said that wrong. I don't necessarily mean they said anything wrong. What I mean is, like, whatever it was that got you into that situation, Whoever pulled that trigger on Pac, whoever pulled that trigger on Big, whoever, you know, the dude that uh, got arrested for killing Vaughn, you know, um, whoever it was to kill X, like, whatever it was that you did in that situation, and I'm not blaming the dead for their own murder, but, like, however you got there, you didn't have a chance to fix that situation. Yeah. It was taken away from you. Your ability to rectify the situation was taken away before you even had a chance. Like, they didn't have a chance to mature. Pac didn't have a chance to mature and sit down with Big and go, you know, maybe we should talk this out. Mm. You know, and 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 Vaughn, Vaughn's 26 years old, living in this in this era of of digital everything and tweeting this and, and, and video camera that, like, you know, is he didn't even have a chance to mature past the social media age and just go, look, I just need to talk. Like, let's just talk this out before somebody end up losing their life. He, he didn't get that. You know what I mean? Right. That kind of reminds me of something that I saw. Uh, 
earlier. That reminds me of something that I saw earlier where it was saying that uh, we talk, the new media talks about all the, all the kids that, you know, the kids that do the shootings and they shoot up the schools and stuff like that. And they talk about how they have mental illness and all of that kind of stuff. But um, what, what does the hood have? Or they got PTSD or all this other kind of stuff. But what does the hood have? And they don't talk about people. Uh, they don't have, they don't talk about the people in the hood or like the rappers and stuff. They don't talk about them having PTSD. They only talk about we how violent they are. We ain't allowed to have PTSD. Yeah. We ain't allowed to be mentally unstable. Yeah. We're not allowed to be, you know, outside of being in tune with um, our own emotions like we had this whole conversation when we had the episode about mental health is like it's really hard for a black male to be taken serious for uh, his emotions and in that situation sometimes it does drive situations like that like it's it's easy for some white kid like the kids who shot up Columbine in 99 that started it all they still to this day talk about how those kids were mentally uh, you know, disturbed and this, that, and the other, and all it would have taken was just for them to go to some therapy, or maybe if somebody would have just paid attention. But then you also have Walter Wallace, okay. who just died last week, who was mentally unstable and was shot by the police. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it doesn't matter yeah. where you at at the end of the day, black and white is the difference between good and evil in their eyes. And, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter how how well documented that black man's mental illness is. He's still black. Yeah. Yeah, man. I feel like I feel like a lot of us would probably be diagnosed with PTSD if we went to like a therapist or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of us would. Just because the way we think, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I ain't about that. I just see her and act like I had the most traumatic childhood. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, niggas are straight. You know what I'm saying? Mom had a decent job. She yeah. made it. She made it work. You know what I'm saying? However, the, the stuff that niggas, when, once, once we got a little older to kind of be outside and you see stuff and you experience stuff, like, that's when you'd be like, oh, Shit, like, wait a minute, like, dang, swear they just shot at us. Or, swear we into it with these dudes and this, this, and that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you got kids that do the juice world thing that they, they, you know what I'm saying, self medicate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that's that's another thing that really needs to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? Like, these kids is taking these drugs, and it's just like, yo. I think the first step is really just admitting it. Like, I take it because I'm dealing with this or I take these drugs because it makes me a better artist or whatever. I feel like that's the first step. You know what I'm saying? Preach. But but these conversations are tough to have because who wants to who wants to admit they're a junkie? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who wants to admit they're a right. junkie? Like, <laughs> but I do think these conversations do right. need to be had because it's serious. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing go that dates kind of back to the whole medicine vaccine thing is like they prescribe some of these these drugs to people and it's just like do they really need the oxycontin my G? 
<laughs> or was you just giving it to her because you, you you know what I'm saying like they be giving people these crazy strong drugs you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I remember one time they gave somebody who I knew not gonna say who the person was but they gave somebody I knew some promethazine coating and it's just like yo she really didn't need that but <laughs> thank you you know what I'm saying and then <laughs> Yeah, not gonna say what happened after that, but it's just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I get it's just they yeah. made it they made it a little too easy to get that. Jeezy said it best. <laughs> Can't sleep, we living in hell. Mm. First they give us the work, then they throw us in jail. Oh man, don't get me started on Ronald Reagan. Mm. Jesus Christ, don't get me started. Do not get me started. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> but Right, right. Yeah, but the whole King Von situation, man, is is sad, man. It's sad. I wanted to see him win, man. I want to see a lot of these kids win, even if I don't like their music. And if I don't, I don't gotta like your music to want to see you win. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you from Lima. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like my favorite rapper is Currency. And y'all don't know who Currency is? Listen to him. And if you don't like Currency, then I understand. <laughs> His music ain't for everybody. But that's my favorite rapper. So, some of the some of the Lima rappers, they with the way they rap, you know what I'm saying. It ain't necessarily for me, but I still support them. Shout out Dayo Go. That's my favorite rapper from the city. I mean, he he from Lima, but he live in the Natty. But that's that's my favorite rapper from the city. Shout out D Caso. I'm really starting to fuck with him, man. D Caso. Oh yeah. I forgot about that now. Yes, I'm man. <laughs> That's so nice, man. Shout out all the Panda gang, bro. I, I really, I really bet you. We gotta get, we gotta get him on here. We got, we gotta get Casso on here. Panda, Panda. <laughs> so uh, I'm saying, I'm saying that the whole interview. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna be like Panda, Panda, Panda. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to Casso this week. Shout out to you. You hear this before? Before we get to you, bro. Hit me up. And shout out Dayo Gold, man. We gonna have Dayo Gold on this motherfucker too, man. I don't know when, but you know what I'm saying? He he owed me an interview. He know he do, man. <laughs> that's that's family though, so he ain't he gonna he he ain't tripping. He gonna do it for sure. That's cause. Shout out all the artists out of line, but like I feel like I, I feel like even though y'all don't get Y'all respect, man. Y'all deserve it because y'all trying. That's all that matters. Some of y'all really are hard, and I don't know why people don't respect y'all, but right, shout right, out right. to the artists that come out of Lima. I hope all y'all make it platinum, bro. Shout out uh, Napo. Shout out uh, Pistol Pete. Shout out Mud Bro Lit. <laughs> that nigga is hilarious. Shout out bro. Sax B. That's my boy, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shout out Sax Sax, yeah, Sax B, man. Shout you out play that Sax when you just B. You play that when you you just let that ride. You feel me? Yeah, what? what I ain't never, I ain't never loved a musical instrument like this. Tell me, to my nigga Sax B, can't you cap. turn on Sax B when you just need to let your your mind run, bro? And shout out to uh, my Turkey Bag Boys, man. Shout out to them, man. They out there going crazy. Yeah, shout out to all y'all, man. I really hope all y'all go platinum, bro. And by the way, they they are not living the raps. 
Shout out to them. Good rats. They are they are good citizens. Good American citizens. <laughs> I promise. Well, let's uh let's end it off with something a little bit more fun, man. This this is more y'all area than it is mine, but you know, um like so keys. What yeah, yeah. What new anime is you watching, bro? Well, <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this. <laughs> I'm watching this show called Jujutsu Kaisen, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm starting to become like an anime snob, which I consider my nigga on Twitter, Strange Keith. He's an anime snob. Shout out to you, Strange Keith. He um he just cre- he just actually made um created his first manga. It's called Black Lotus. Um, y'all should check it out. It's I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to. But Keith is definitely an anime snob, but he knows. He knows good writing. He knows he 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 knows it. I ain't go. I can't I can't take that away from him. But um, Jujutsu Kaisen, really good show. It's about um. It's basically about this kid who kind of is just talented, but uh. He eventually he eventually links up with this other dude who's um, basically like a sorcerer. I forget the exact terminology, but um, long story short. They end up battling these demons, and he eventually he eats one of the demon's fingers, a legendary demon's fingers, and him and that demon kind of go back. <laughs> yeah, and basically, him and the demon kind of go back and forth over who controls his body. God damn! Yeah, I gotta, I gotta it's, check it out. It's it's good, and it's not too childish like Naruto or My Hero Academy or anything like that. Which I still have not gotten into Naruto yet. My Hero Academia, yeah, I'm 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 in it. I love that show, but Naruto is better than that. I'm sure it is. I just I, that is a life commitment that I have not been able to make yet. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Um, I'm watching this show called Noblesse. And if you're into like a little bit of horror, not I don't know, I don't know if I would necessarily call it horror, but it's got it's got like okay. a um it's got like a Helsing's Helsing Ultimate type of feel to it. It deals with uh vampires, werewolves, and like modified humans and shit like that. It's pretty interesting. Animation is good. Art style is interesting. Okay, you said uh, what no was that guess. again? I'll send you the link. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. I've been watching, I think I was talking to you about it earlier, but that Promise mm. Neverland. I got that on Netflix. And I love that stuff. I want I want another season so bad. They need They're to give me another season. Because they left Yeah, they left me on a cliffhanger and I need to know what happens and what's on the, I need to know what's there, what's on the other side of the wall. I need to know. <laughs> I need oh, to know. <laughs> We kind of know. We know that the aliens that eat the children. By the way, that mm. people. I hope people that watch that show know that show is about child trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's really what it's about. And I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not okay. gonna dive too too deep into it. But it has them eating children. And um. Yeah. <laughs> if you know anything about uh. Damn, what's his name? Nat Turner. You know that when they caught him, they ate him and turned him into like doorknobs and like um furniture. <laughs> that's what that's what they did to him. Oh, wow. So just just so you oh, know, wow. it's it's some of that stuff, you know, it's 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 kind of based on real life. 
like um it's this anime that I need to finish. It's called Psychopaths. Oh, that's and good. It's banned I've seen in that China. I haven't seen it all. I've seen like the first two seasons and I've seen one movie. I got like two more movies and one more season till I finish it. But yeah, um, I guess they're trying to enforce something like that. Not, ex- not as extreme, obviously, but they're trying to enforce something like that for real in China. That's why that shit's banned. So it's okay. yeah, Yeah, and you know, China don't play. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you if you're if you want to get into anime and you want something that's good but not like Dragon Ball Z, that's long, what I need but to it's know. Like, where, where where do I start? Where do I? Because I'm a Dragon Ball head. See, you're so you're a meathead. It's yeah, okay. That's all I. Um, <laughs> if you, I I would suggest um, Death Note and Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho is I. It's I I personally think it's the best anime ever. I love Yusuke Yurameshi. He's my favorite character ever. Like and and he's this quote I'm about to say, you gotta remember, Yu Yu Hakusho came out in ninety two, so you could kinda say different you kinda say things that ain't so PC. That man, that boy said, I don't give a fuck if it's a grandma, a woman, a baby. I'm here to beat ass. I don't give a fuck who was here. Like, what? We here to hit. Like, what? He is so gangster. I don't care. I love Yusuke. <laughs> love Yusuke. So, yeah, watch. Watch. Watch Yu Yu Hakusho. It's like three or four seasons. Maybe like 150 episodes. At, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Yu Yu Hakusho was my show back in the day, back in the Tsunami days. I seen that. That Yusuke is the OG. Yeah, uh, Attack on Titan's pretty good. It. I was just about to say that one. Yeah, I, I don't. It's now that I I go okay. So I think it's good. I used to think it was great, but now I just think it's good because season two was kind of mid for a little minute on the low, and it took it and it took mm-hmm. it a little minute for season three to get popping. But once it got popping, it was cool. But I heard yeah. I heard this upcoming season yeah. is supposed to be really, really good. I ain't know that yeah, this is the final season. Oh yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna definitely have to watch that. I was watching uh I've been watching Blood of Zeus uh recently, that new one that's on Netflix. Yeah, I heard that's a two pack of ass. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I mean, they took if you like Greek mythology, they make up some Greek Greek mythology oh, and just shit. throw it in there, and it's it's kind of funny for real. It's like one of Zeus's <laughs> affairs. <laughs> one of his many affairs. <laughs> yeah, and Hera goes to war with him. Uh, yeah, so it's it, it's pretty fun. It's got like a sort of like a Hercules vibe to it, but not not Disney esque at all. Um, more like a Hercules okay. with anime. Americans need to stop making anime. No, well, I ain't yeah. gonna say that. They don't need to yeah. stop, but it's like, alright. <laughs> okay, I got it. Americans that aren't the people that I support should stop making <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Strange Keith and uh, God Punch Pat. <laughs> Shout out to them. God Punch Black Lotus. 
two mangas that y'all need to read. Well, y'all, it was great. We finally got a new episode out. Jasmine, you. it was great having you on the show for the first time. You know what I'm saying? And we definitely going to uh, get everybody back. I can't wait till we bring G out so y'all can hear from Garrick, man. Uh, all the listeners out there. Y'all going to have some real fun coming up. Uh, but Keys, Jazz, is there anything y'all want to lead the listeners with? I mean, I'm just I'm I'm excited to come back, um, and I'm just, I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad to be included. I'm glad to get to talk to everybody. Um, yeah, y'all just have a good night. Um, shout out to the listeners, man. Shout out to the listeners that ain't listened yet. Uh, yeah, I just want to tell people to think for yourself, man. Don't don't just follow the crowd. Don't be a sheep. Do your own research. Figure out if this, what you're reading, is something that you fuck with or you don't fuck with. And decide what it is for yourself. Think for yourself. Be yourself. Don't be something you're not. You know what I mean? Be yourself. I feel that. That's real shit, man. And, uh, yeah, so thank you, everybody, for coming out. Y'all know y'all can follow us on all social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, Out of the Mud Show. Um yeah, other than that, we'll see y'all next week. If there's anything that the listeners want to talk about, hit us up on social. We will make sure that it's part of the show. Shout out to everybody who listened. And this has been the Out of the Mud Podcast. And there we go again, man. Another episode wraps up. Again, we appreciate y'all for coming along the ride with us. We appreciate y'all tuning in, taking time out y'all day. We're going to keep providing y'all with this good content, this good material, these good interviews. Hopefully y'all can pick some jewels up, man, and change something in your life, man. Stay active and stay prepared. Peace.